Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. L.A. Unified School District and the union representing 30,000 support staff have reached a tentative labor deal. This comes following a three-day strike last week which shut down schools. The proposed deal includes a 30 percent salary increase for employees like bus drivers, classroom assistants, and cafeteria workers. And it also provides health care for more members of SEIU Local 99. When you receive a raise uh, that is basically a third of your salary per year, there will be an impact in the community. These dollars will dynamize, continue to dynamize the economy. That was SEIU Local 99 Executive Director Max Arias speaking at a news conference Friday evening. Union members will be provided more details during a virtual meeting tonight. They still have to approve the deal, although a date hasn't been set for that vote. Water is back up and running in the Monterey County community of Pajaro, which was flooded earlier this month when a levee broke on the Pajaro River. But Judy Vasquez Varela with the Pajaro Sunny Mesa Community Services District says it's still not safe to consume. It would take probably anywhere between one to two weeks to be able to determine if the water is potable. County officials say residents can use water to clean their property. Meanwhile, KAZU's Jonathan Linden spoke to residents who went back into their homes to assess damage from the flood. Lisa Martinez says returning to her home was an overwhelming experience. My body, my heart, my head feels heavy. It's just a feeling that you can't get rid of. She says her main living area and her home wasn't damaged, but... The house, when we open the door, it smells like mildew. So it's not healthy to live in it just because the, the, under the house it's so saturated and that water was contaminated. Down the road, Avelia Martinez has had to tear out all the drywall and flooring out of her tenant's apartment. All the furniture when we walked in here had mold growing out of it. Groups like the American Red Cross are handing out supplies like bottled water, gloves and bleach to help flood victims get back on their feet. Even with the tough work ahead, Avelia says this tough situation has brought the community together. Everybody's helping each other here. Everybody's come together. All the neighbors are checking on each other. Monterey County is urging residents to avoid fully moving back until hazards like mold are fully cleaned up. For the California Report, I'm Jonathan Linden in Pajaro. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. 
Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Over 5 million people around California use CalFresh, the state's version of the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, also known as food stamps. But starting in April, these folks will notice a steep drop in the amount of food benefit they're receiving. We heard from Laura Villar, a mom of four boys in Long Beach, who told us her monthly food benefits are dropping from nearly $500 to about $300. She says now that the prices of food have been going up, she spends about $100 a week. And that's with her limiting herself to the least expensive things. Here to tell us why this is happening and what you can do if that's you is KQED's Carly Severn. Hey, Carly. Hey, Mari. So why are people's food benefits dropping so much? So during the pandemic, folks who use CalFresh, they've been receiving extra funds. They are called emergency allotments. And this increase was at least $95 in CalFresh benefits every single month. The pandemic is not over. We know that. But late last year, Congress decided to end these pandemic benefits. And so April is the first month that you won't see that second extra payment on your EBT card. So what will people's food benefits work out to once April starts? Both your regular CalFresh benefits and how much emergency allotment you get, um, they're calculated based on your personal circumstances, which includes how many people you have in your household, uh, what your income is, what tax deductions you claim. Without that extra allotment, people's CalFresh benefits are going to be going back down to their previous levels. And that could be as low as $23 a month. That is the state minimum. Wow. And how is this going to impact people across the state? What can they do with much lower benefits? Well, the official advice given by the State Department of Social Services, who administer CalFresh, is that you can't get free food from your local food bank. That is their advice. But food banks themselves, they are sounding the alarm about the kind of pressure this is going to put on them. They have seen such high demand during the pandemic, and these food banks themselves are being squeezed by that same food inflation that's affecting the people that food banks serve. Many food banks across the state are joining forces with lawmakers. They want to lobby for increased funding, not just for food banks themselves, but they want the state to augment those federal SNAP benefits and raise the minimum above that $23. And beyond going to a food bank, what else can folks using CalFresh do to access food? First, I would say make sure you're getting all the CalFresh benefits you're entitled to. If your income's down or your expenses are up, you should contact your local social services office. Ask them about raising your benefits. You can also call 211 and speak to someone 24 hours a day about food services that are available in your area. 
You can check what extra food support your county actually offers. Many offer groceries for pickup or delivery or community meals. Um, some offer subsidized restaurant bills for seniors. Lastly, I would recommend check out Market Match. That is the statewide program that lets you use your EBT card at participating farmers markets. It lets you double your CalFresh or your WIC dollars to spend at that particular market. Another way of looking at it is that it gets you 50% off that produce, which at least goes some way towards helping. That's KQED Senior Editor of Audience News, Carly Severn. Thank you for following this, Carly. Thank you. And you can find all the info you need on the CalFresh resources we've discussed at kqed.org slash calfresh. And that's the California Report for Monday, March 27th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. I'm Jason Flom. And you're Maggie Freeling. Hey, Jason. Every day we learn about another person who shouldn't be in prison. 58 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. So glad you're home. If you want to be part of this work, listen to Wrongful Conviction. The podcast where we hand the mic to innocent people to hear their stories. How do you send someone innocent to prison? Listen to new episodes of Wrongful Conviction with Maggie Freeling and Jason Flom on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.